Thank you for tuning in to Clearly Unclear. I am your host, Matt, with one T, underscore Z-E-B-R-O-W-S-K-I. That's on Twitter, Matt Zabrowski. This is Clearly Unclear, and clearly I have not been doing this podcast for a good while. Um, I think my last podcast, I said I was going to take a break um, and really dive into getting some better equipment. I do this currently on my phone still. Um, I had ordered a new laptop. I don't have a laptop. I sit on a computer all day and found that I can do most things direct from my phone. These are not, again, and I can do this from my phone, um, but there are just some mediums that are best to do um, in a laptop in a much quieter area. And I have a spot in my place I had planned on cleaning out um, and setting up my uh, laptop, my station, my podcast. Um, so the quality would be better, um, but I just... You know, like I said, I had bought the laptop. The microphone wasn't what it was. The laptop never came. Um, and when I was getting around to reordering everything, football season was about – the NFL season was about about a week and a half away, two weeks away. Um, unfortunately, my mother passed away. Um, she was 59. I'm 36, 23 years older than me. So she was 59, 60 years old. She was very young still. Um and I just haven't had the energy and time to muster up the strength to do this consistently, I guess, is where I'm at, uh, what I'm trying to say. Um, what you hear in the background is the essence of Castle Hill, San Antonio. I live right next to a fucking street, so regardless if I was in a quieter area, you would still hear the elements. Luckily, my dog is sleeping currently, um, but I wanted to, I was sitting on the computer and I wanted to, and working this morning, and I just like, man, I really feel like the need to talk about a little bit of sports, but really reintroduce myself in this podcast and what I want it to be all about, but really tell you what I've been going through. Um, in case maybe it helps someone who might be going through the same thing. My, like I said, my mom passed away um, about seven days before my birthday, September 5th. It was on a Saturday. She went in on a Thursday. And to be frank, my mom, her health has not been great over the last 10 years after a bad car accident. Um, in 2000, July, June or July of 2011, something like that. So about 10 years. Um, she's never been the same. And if... My mom, post that injury, was never the same as she was prior. My mom traveled for work, worked for in a very high-end position for a very well-known financial institution, um, very respected in that community, um, you know, uh, just one, one of the reasons why I'm probably in, in a financial institution is because both my parents work there, my aunt works there, um, I mean, all work for different ones, but... At one point, all four of us worked together at the same one, different locations. Um, but it was just, that's, she was just, she commanded a lot of respect, but it wasn't that she, she commanded it. It's that people respected her because she didn't make people feel like they were lower than her, regardless of the position that she was in. And my mom worked very hard 
as a single mother um, to provide for me at a very young age. Um, even before that, she would take um, the metro into the city when she lived in Ohio when she was growing up, and she and she worked you know at a big firm or a bank from what I understand, um, and worked her ass off, not only you know to provide for herself but to provide for me. Um, at a, at a young age where, you know, it, it was just her and me and she was trying to figure out how she was going to work while raising a child with no help. Luckily, um, she met my, my dad, my stepfather, uh, if you want to call it that biologically, not my dad, but in every other way, he is my father. Um, grateful to that man for loving my mom, taking care of my mom, even in her darkest hours and being there by her side. Um, you know, till the end. Um, I'll probably get broken up here talking about this a little bit. So, um, bear with me. Um, I don't know if I mentioned I'm dealing with a little bit of a cold, so bear with me on that as well. And we'll get to sports at the end of this. Um, but I feel like it's something I, I, I want to, I want to talk about. Um, and I want other people to hear, um, you know, I, it was a Thursday and I get a call from my, not a call text. I'm sorry. From my, my dad, that uh, my mom's in the, they're going to take her to the hospital. Mind you, a couple of weeks before I was out to lunch with her, my, my lady, and my mom couldn't even lift her leg up the curb, and the swelling on her leg was crazy, and I'm just, and, in the, and, and I'm like, man, okay, and my mom's got 46 things in her hand, she's got purses for my girlfriend that she's trying to give her, uh, my mom was a very sweet lady, her and my, uh, my girlfriend forged a very sweet relationship over the little time that they knew each other. Um, and it's one of the things I'm sad about is that they weren't able to continue that over a course of a long time. But um, it was at that moment where I was like, man, she's not in great shape. And my mom's pretty honest with me um, or was pretty honest with me with her health. Um, and I'm not stupid. <laughs> so I know when someone's not doing great. And, you know, we had a great lunch. She looked great. She had her makeup done, her hair done. Like, it was just, not, it was so great to see that. Not that you have to do that to be accepted. Um, but what it, it, it was just so nice to see that. And one of my lasting memories of her. Because the next time I saw her, she was in a hospital bed um, about 18 hours from passing away. I went in on a Friday evening after work. Um, I thought this was going to another run of the mill thing with my mom, um, in and out of the hospital here and there, usually with potassium issues or, um, iron issues, just this whole, um, just this whole life that she had to live after her car accident. She had an eating disorder, um, and maybe she probably wouldn't be excited that I'm sharing that, but it's the truth, and this is something that's happened because of the pain management, the doctors, all the prescription drugs um, that she was prescribed by doctors to help alleviate the anxiety, the pain um, from the neck fusions and the back fusions, and um, just not able to live a life where, I mean, she had to stop working because of this. My mom was a workaholic, and not in a bad way, but in a in a in a, in a way where that's just—I mean, she immersed herself in her job and her family. 
And I felt like over the last couple of years, she immersed herself in her family, but there was a void in her life. And that was something that was daily that was getting up and providing for, even though her and my dad were married, it was that sense of accomplishment of getting up and providing for your family, your kids, your brothers, your, you know, and her, I felt like her self-independence was taken away. And so I, I, at, at times because of everything that she had to go through, um, I didn't, the last time I saw her before I saw her in the hospital, like I said, she looked great. I mean, she looked as, she looked as good as I can remember. Um, she just looked beautiful. I, you know, I, it is my mom, so maybe I'm biased, but, um, she just looked, I, she just looked wonderful and it was just nice to see her that way. Um, and enjoying a nice lunch with me, um, and my girlfriend, like I said, they had a great relationship, but I remember my girlfriend like, well, let's drive her home. And I'm like, if my mom says she can drive, I'm going to, I'm going to believe her. And I, when I, my mom was leaving, I told her, I'll be damned if I take this away from you. If you say you can drive, you can drive. I'm not going to take what independence you might have left from you. That's not, I don't, I don't like that. My mom would have been honest with me had she not been able to drive that day. But through the course of um, lunch, found out that, you know, the doctors were, wanted to do some tests with their kidneys. And so that means... When the doctors are trying to rush that, that means, you know, there's certain things probably going on um, in her body that they can't quite figure out until they do that. And, you know, if you know anything about kidneys and kidney dialysis, that's basically an unfortunate nail in the coffin for somebody. I don't know exactly what happened because within two weeks, like I said, she had basically passed. Um, I went there on a Friday and at that point, time well on that day specifically uh, my dad had to leave the room because they can only have one person in there at a time due to the COVID restrictions at the specific hospital she was staying at so um, I got to spend a good hour with her um, but she was just in a lot of pain her blood pressure wasn't going up um, we talked about when she gets out if she gets out she needs to start really concentrating on how to take better care of herself to get back to a point in her life where she feels like she can be self-sufficient and maybe even go back to work. Uh, she had started immersing herself in gardening, which I loved. No matter how much pain she was in, and she was not on, not using pain medication uh, without the help of doctors. And there's so much to the story I can get into, but um, she started immersing herself in uh, gardening. It was, and her garden was beautiful. Uh, she was a natural at it. Um, and I was hoping with that and get her just eating right again. She had just trouble just eating just the, the thought of food to her kind of disgusted her and it to someone who's not someone who doesn't fully understand what that means it's hard to wrap your head around that because as a human being you're like well, food fuck yeah I love food I, I love it but for her it was a challenge and I never judged her for that I just never understood it completely because I wasn't in her shoes um, but I just told her, like, it's time to really, like, try to get yourself back into a place where maybe you can enjoy the next 20, 25 years of your life. You're only 59, 60 years old. Um, and I left that evening. She was kind of curled up in a ball, falling asleep. But I, uh, I told her I loved her. Um, 
gave her a kiss on the forehead, um, and thinking I'll, you know, I'll be back tomorrow afternoon, and then Sunday you'll get out, maybe Monday, and we'll really start working on trying to figure out how to get you as healthy as possible in lieu of how bad things have been physically for you. And even she said, maybe I got to just, I got to start eating chicken noodle soup or chicken soup um, to get the protein and just things that she wasn't doing because of medication issues, uh, loss of appetite, just things over, like I said, the course of a decade that really took a toll on her. Uh, I woke up the next day. I didn't know if I was going to go. I thought I'll just go wait for her to come home, go visit. But something in me was like, I, I should go. Um, I got my gym stuff ready to go. I was going to go there and then head to the gym, get my fifth day in. You know, really feel good about the end of that week. Go home, watch the ball game, maybe hang out with the girlfriend. I don't really remember what I was doing. I think maybe college football was on, but it was like week zero. And I'm about to leave the house, and I'm just I'm wearing just my gym stuff, which is fine. Um, but I was like, you know what? I'm gonna put on a collared t-shirt. I'm gonna brush my hair. I don't know why. It, normally, I don't give a shit if I'm gonna go be going to the gym. I gotta stop somewhere. I'll just I I don't mind looking like a hobo. I know people <laughs> feel like they can't go out of the house without wearing jeans and a nice t-shirt. I'm not one of those people. Um, if I gotta go to the if I'm going to the gym, or I'm going to do some dirty project. But I got to stop at the bank. I, I don't mind stopping at the bank wearing um, a cutoff t-shirt and some shorts and some gym shoes. That's just, it is what it is. But something in the back of my head told me that like, I don't know. I didn't want my mom to see me that way because I don't know if in the back of my head I thought this is going to be the last time I see her. What if this is one of the last times I see her? Like what if, like what if, right? I think about that stuff and I know there's people who say they don't, but we all are. We all think about our own mortality, and through that, we learn how to deal almost with that by the death of people around us. And um, My uncle died, my grandma, my grandpa. I have friends who have passed away. My godmother passed away. That lady never smoked a day in her life, died of a lung disease. I know so many people who have passed away since I turned 30. It's just been almost numbing. And then... I'm going to the gym. It's sunny out, but I'm driving. All of a sudden, it starts to pour. And I'm like, this sucks. I'm like, I just hate driving in the rain. So I'm driving carefully. And I let my dad know I'll be there soon. I don't get a text back. But um, I get there. It's a little sunnier out. There's a rainbow somewhere off in the distance. And I'll, I'll kind of connect the dots here for you all here in just a minute. Um, I go. I park way far out. I don't mind walking. Um I just don't mind walking. Um, I'm not one who needs to find a close parking spot. It also is the hospital, so they don't usually let you park too close. I got there, checked in, um, sat down, texted my dad. I was, you know, here. I didn't hear from him. It's been about 10 or 15 minutes. I'm just maybe they're changing the room, whatever. I, you know, I'm, I got all the time in the world. It's Saturday. I got really nothing going on. Um, this is probably the best place I need to be at right now anyway. So um thinking I'll spend an hour here and uh, maybe she's, hopefully she's doing better. Um, and about 15 minutes goes by and I get a text. My dad to uh, come on up and um, I'm like, okay, great. 
but it was different than the previous day because she's like, yeah, just come on in. And I'm thinking, okay, how are we able to be in the same room when yesterday we had to, you know, you had to leave so I can come in. And I'm like, well, fuck. I'm like, is, are they reading, like, is, is, is she not doing that well that they're letting us both in together? Like, and then I walking through and a nurse asked me where I'm going and I'm like I'm going to go see my mom she's in this room and I took it she was kind of I almost felt like bitchy um but like I get it because I think she knew and I just think she was like fuck like that's the kid who's not kid but that's the man whose mom just passed away and he doesn't know um, and so, I get to the, to the door, and as I'm walking by, I see a nun, but I don't think anything of it. We're, we're in a, a hospital where people are passing away left and right. I'm in a, you know, okay, so she's, can't even dawn on me, but it sort of did, you know, but, and, uh, I hear her voice, like, Hey, hello, who are you here for? As I put my hand on the door. And I'm like, my mom, she goes, come with me. And I'm like, fuck. In my head, I'm like, my mom's still with us. Um, just going to read her, maybe read her her last rites. Or just something, I don't know. It was just so, just a surreal moment. I walk in there. There's my dad and he's crying. And my mom looks like she's sleeping, but she's not sleeping. She's not with us no more. Then I was it is like I just saw her yesterday. And I know she wasn't in great shape, but I didn't think she was gonna pass away and and so I bring up that rain. As I'm driving, because I left a little later than I than I thought I was going to, it synced up to when I was driving through that rain. My mom was passing away. And I don't believe... And then I got to the hospital, and there's, it's clearing up, and there's a rainbow. It's just... Weird, Right? Like, she was dying and I'm driving over and there's this torrential downpour. It's like a euphemism for what's going on. And you're probably thinking, well, what's the euphemism for the rainbow? I mean, the euphemism from the rainbow would be, as sad as I still am, and as sad as I'm going to be for the rest of my life, there's such a sense of relief this weight has just dropped off my shoulders to know that my mom was finally not in pain anymore. And she can finally just rest. Whether you believe in God or uh, whatever you believe in. Just she put in her work. She did a good job. She's a great lady. And uh 
it was just, it was sad. Of course, I don't think me and my dad have ever <laughs> hugged that that long before. Excuse me, I'm sorry. Um, and so, it's just a strange feeling to be so sad, but yet so relieved at the same time. I love my mom. I wish she was here, but in no way, shape, or form do I wish she was here under the circumstances of what she, health-wise, what she was living. Selfishly, would I have loved one more Christmas with her? Of course. One more birthday with her? Yes. One more Thanksgiving? Yeah, absolutely. But it would be selfish of me to want my mom to live in the kind of pain she was in just so I can have the courtesy of a Thanksgiving meal or me being selfish and wanting that time with her when she's in so much pain. When it's clear that she's not so much living anymore for herself, but just for her family. And she was a lot like my grandmother, who probably lived the last decade of her life in, a, in, a, in extreme pain. So... Yes, I'm sad. I will always miss my mom, but the, she just, she's in a better place. I'm not a God-fearing man. I don't, I don't, it's, I'm, I'm okay with admitting that. Her soul is somewhere beautiful. Uh, my aunt, I have some of her ashes I'm taking to Vegas for Christmas because that's where we spent Christmas uh, since I was six up until last year was the first year. We're talking 30 years, um, and she, I'm going to spread some of her ashes there. She had her ashes spread this, a couple weeks ago in Ohio, um, you know, with my grandpa and my uncle who passed away a couple years ago, and my grandma at my great-grandma's gravesite. So, um, symbolically, so they can all be together, and I'm going to put ashes in the same bingo halls. We put some of my grandma's ashes because they spent so much time together. And I'm going to put some ashes on, right around the machines my, my mom and dad used to play. Or, you know, my dad will still play, but that they played together for years. Can easily find them coming down from the hotel. I don't know if I'll do Christmas in Vegas anymore after this year, but um, I just wanted to tell you why I've taken so long to get this started back up. And I want to be transparent and say that I will try to put out an episode every week. I'm not going to do long episodes. I might do a couple short ones a week. I might miss one. Um, you know, if it's busy with work, uh, you know. But to lighten up the mood a little bit, and again, um, this was basically my verbal obituary to my mother. Um. She will be missed. This, everything I have is not possible without her guidance um, and my, my dad's as well. Uh, without two great role models to look up to, I have no idea where I'd be because I'm sort of a shithead or used to be sort of a shithead. I guess we're all kind of shitheads, but... Um, to wake up every day to see two responsible people go to work, handle their business, 
yes, mistakes are made in life, but to have that stability, um, to know what she sacrificed, um, to know the independence that she gave me. She gave me an ability to feel like I could move out and conquer this world at 17 years old. That's exactly what I, that's what exactly what I've done. Um, I'm not perfect by any means. There's still goals that I have to hit, but she prepared me enough to where I felt I didn't need to be home anymore at a very young age. And I went back for a year. But since I was 17, I'm 36, I've lived with my parents maybe for exactly a year and a half or two years. Probably two years, closer to two years. Um, because of them, I was extremely and still will and will always be extremely independent. So um, those are the things I will always be grateful for. Um, and if you're going through the same thing, Maybe not with your parent, maybe with a friend or your uncle, but you're, you know, can't quantify who you, who you're close to, who you love. Feel free to reach out. Um, you know, I know it's hard to talk about. I don't talk about as much as I should. Um, because to me, there's just not much to talk about. My mom has passed away and yes, I miss her and all the cliche things that come with it. But, um, you know, I, I will always Hold her near and dear to my heart. <laughs> uh, so, um, but with that said, let's move on to some lighter news. What I've been doing outside of that, um, I've been going to a lot of sporting events, soccer games, football games, UTSA has been killing it. Um, they're undefeated. They uh, went into El Paso, beat, beat up UTEP pretty good this past week behind some uh, a great defense and uh um, you know, Sincere McCormick is one of the best unknown commodities in college football. So check out UTSA. They play Southern Miss this week. They have two more games after that to go undefeated. They're moving up into a higher conference next year. Uh, locally, San Antonio FC, which is the local USL soccer club here. It's, it's a tier below the MLS. Um, they won their first playoff game this past weekend. I was there with my girlfriend and her boy. Um, he seemed to really in, enjoy the, the pageantry and the fireworks and, 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 the, and the celebrations that go on with soccer. So might have got a life, uh, a, a kid who really is going to enjoy soccer moving forward. I've also been coaching him and his brother's baseball team as an assistant coach, um, which has been a blast. So um, I've been keeping busy. Um, I got some other things I, I want to do, but um, I've been trying to keep as busy as possible. I only really got a week off after my mom passed away and that was just filled with a couple days of being able to be sad and some days to where I had to just be a man and go do the things you don't want to do when a parent passes away and big shout out to my dad who who really did everything and even when I asked if he needed help he just it was just he he took care of it um I went back to work pretty quickly I also want to shout out to my my wonderful girlfriend um, who was just who continues and has been super supportive um, since all this has happened. So um, I do appreciate you tuning in today. Not a very sports centric episode, um, but one to kind of just reestablish what I'm trying to do here. Um, this is not all just going to be about sports. As you know, as my previous podcast, I would talk about movies, video games, um, 
music a lot. And uh, I want to continue with that. But again, this is a uh, this is a podcast primarily focused around sports. And uh, I'm just looking forward to jumping back in and just uh, real quick, we'll dive deep into some early NBA stuff. Lakers sort of struggling. I think they're going to figure it out. Uh, Westbrook has up and down games. It is what it is. That's who he is. Um, the Lakers have enough talent. I don't know if health is going to be on their side. That being said, uh, Golden State's looking good. Utah's looking good. Miami Heat's looking formidable. The Sixers are looking fantastic without Ben Simmons. Uh, ben Simmons and Kyrie Irving, you're on. Y- y'all are the same to me. Um, although I do agree with Kyrie Irving having the choice to not get vaccinated with choices, folks. Comes consequences, good or bad. He has the choice to make. He made that choice, and that's the choice that he's going to roll with. And I and I 100% stand behind him now with Ben Simmons. I don't like people using mental health as an excuse and a cop-out. I think that's bullshit, and I think that's kind of what he's doing. It's clear that after he was told he they wanted to trade him, that he shut down. He didn't. He showed up for practice. Um, he didn't really want to participate, and it's clear what he's doing. That I don't respect. I respect Kyrie because the choice he made should be our choice alone, uh, and he's not using he's not using it as a as a ploy to get out of Brooklyn or as a contract uh, uh, to hold a, a franchise hostage. He fully believes that he doesn't want to do it, and he knows that he's not going to get the money or play. Uh, but with Ben Simmons, I just think it's a I think it's a bullshit cop out um, and, a, and, a, and, a, and a shitty strategy um, in a time where we are really take mental health seriously. So, um, you know, I've heard rumblings Ben Simmons to Boston, Jalen. Brown to Philly, I think Jalen Brown to Philly would be fantastic. That would uh, really enhance that team. And you got a guy who does not, who can move the ball. He's he's a he's a good defender, maybe not as good as Ben Simmons, but he's a far better shooter. Um, he he might not pass the ball as well, but he could still distribute. Uh, as far as I'm concerned, with the upgrade in scoring with everything else that Jalen Brown brings, um, it, it'll actually benefit your team in the way Seth Curry has been playing as well. You got both those Curry boys balling and opposite conferences shout out to Jared Allen player of the week I think he averaged 22 points and 16 boards last week the Cavs my Cavs are doing surprisingly fairly decent but we'll see how long that continues they have a wonderful little young core going on um Mobley looks like he's going to be pretty good um looking forward to what, what happens in the future with that team shout out to the Braves who just won the World Series congrats to them interesting what they're going to do in the offseason they hit hard in the, in the trade deadline. They did great, which is what catapulted them after uh, Acuna got hurt. Um, you know, things are looking... I, the Braves have been good my whole life. Let's put it that way. So, as much as I, I'm still upset about the World Series in 95, 96, I'm over it. Congrats to, the, to this generation's uh, Brave fans. Uh, y'all deserved it. Fuck the Astros. Fuck the Dodgers, fuck the Yankees, and fuck the Red Sox. Um, glad you guys won. Uh, congratulations. Soccer's in full swing. Uh, we're almost at the end of the group stage for the Champions League. Um, a couple of the teams I follow are Tottenham, Juventus, uh, PSV in uh, Amsterdam. Um, and then, uh, who else do I follow? Primarily those three squads and then LAFC. So, uh, LAFC, and I didn't make the playoffs in the MLS. Juventus is killing it in the Champions League. 
But Napoli and AC Milan are so far ahead already by 16 points. They, need to, they probably need to concentrate on the Champions League and just making sure that they get into the Champions League next year by finishing in the top four in the Serie A. Tottenham up and down. They're getting a new coach. Harry Kane's played, finally scored his first goal. It was a beautiful goal, but you wouldn't have known it by the crowd reaction because no one thought it was a goal. Um, but it was a, a wonderful goal. And then PSV um, out of Eindhoven. I've actually been to one of their games. Um, they sit in second place, firmly behind Ajax, who's a monster in European football, scoring in, scoring goals at a crazy pace domestically and even in the Champions League. Um, looking forward to that. What else? We got the NFL, obviously. Uh, the Bears last night got robbed. What a stupid f- uh, taunting in the NFL. They're grown men. Let them each other. This is ridiculous. Uh, the ref, the, the ref were being, getting bumped. Uh, the ref should have the, the the refs in these games need to be held accountable for their shitty calls. That the players and the coaches have to sit up there as well and be held accountable. Uh, the Bears got robbed last night. That being said, Steelers are what five and four. We've got four, eight, eight of the eleven teams that have five or more wins sit in the AFC West and the AFC North. Um. Those are 11 teams with five wins or more. It's, uh, I, I, Tennessee, 7-2 and two impressively. Uh, I believe the Cardinals are 8-1 and one after just just thumping San Francisco without Kyler Murray. Colt McCoy looks good. James Connors is running all over the place. Um, it's a game that San Francisco probably should have won uh, with all the injuries on the other side. Uh, Kittle played well in his first comeback game. Fantasy-wise, I'm doing pretty decent. Um, uh, this weekend I'm going to probably from a little league game at 1215 central standard time to the UTSA game at 230 to take a nap and then to the SAFC playoff game, the, um, the, the semifinals, um, here, um, in San Antonio on Saturday. So I've got a jam packed weekend. Work's been kind of crazy funded, I think 79 million just in October. I got a nice little bonus. I'm going to Europe. Uh, next April, I'm actually going to be going to another European soccer game, dry, flying into Amsterdam, going to France as well, Versailles, but I'm going to go see a PSG game. So I'm going to go see Neymar and Bappi, and Bop, um, and, um, uh, and, and did I already say Messi, Neymar, um, you name it, they got it, but it's going to be awesome. Um, that being said, I appreciate you guys tuning in. I don't have a catchy phrase for the end of my show. Um, but it really just means a lot. And like I said, if you listen to my story about my mother, um, and you feel like you're going through some of the same things and you lost somebody, um, holler at me on Twitter, Matt with one T underscore Z E B R O W S K I. Um, I'll, would, I'd love to have a conversation with you if you're just looking for an outlet for someone to listen to. Um, I know it's hard to talk about these things, but, um, just a big shout out to my friends, my family, by the way, uh, the stadium in LA, SoFi Stadium is fucking beautiful. Went there for the Browns Chargers game a few weeks ago, and I was in San Diego. Fun time, great experience, wild game. <coughs> I am actually going to take some medicine and kind of relax for. Well, I got work, but I work from home. So um, that being said, love y'all. Stay tuned for my next episode. Um, hopefully, drop it maybe later this week. Do some uh, NBA stuff, some NFL stuff. Um, and kind of just get back to this. I will let you know. I am planning on 
getting a, a new laptop and setting this up, but for now, just bear with me. Um, getting my legs back underneath me with this, I need to get back, making sure I do this at least once a week, even if it's just a quick 35, 40-minute episode. Um, but there's so much going on in sports. Like I want to touch on the rug situation. I'll probably roll with that here in a couple days, uh, as well as some NFL and some NBA stuff. So uh, love you all. Tune in. This is Clearly Unclear. I'm your host, Matt, with 1T underscore Z-E-B-R-O-W-S-K-I. Be good. Peace out.